I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I was 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Mike Benner. Put a little inflection on it because we're a man down. No Peter Moses tonight. Peter's on IR. He uh, strained his quad at the march yesterday. Yeah, he didn't stretch out properly. Yeah, you know, he got a little deep, didn't have his canteen on him. <laughs> what if Peter carried a canteen around all the time? I honestly thought he was. <laughs> yeah? I thought that's what was underneath his hair. I thought that was what he was hiding underneath that mop. Peter has quite the mop going. Uh, He's getting you guys, mop money. Maybe we should post some photos to the Twitter account. But yes, we'll get that. It's wild. Whew. Peter looks like young Bernie Sanders. But like he looks like if a young Bernie Sanders was as worn down as old Bernie Sanders. He has the old spirit inside of a young Bernie. He also he looks uh, like like young Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Yeah, that also works. Also like the same manic energy. Damn like, it, Marty! We got to go back. <laughs> we got to go back to Obama's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it is uh, true, man. You, Peter, we miss you. We it, love you. We love you, and we're sorry about what Lemony Snicket's did to you <laughs> and all the unfortunate events. Yeah, you know I mean, but we gonna make it. Yeah. You know who you know who made it? A bunch of players to the All Star squads. Woo! Yeah, what do you think about these selections that came out this week? That is fake enthusiasm. I'm very upset. Yeah, 
I thought my guy, I thought Wally was going to get in there. Yeah, John Wall did not make it. DeMar DeRozan, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Giannis Atentacumpo, and Jimmy Butler did. I'm I'm hating on that Jimmy Butler selection. And it's because I know how much the league puts stock in, like, victories. And by the rule, the Wizards are better than the Bulls. So our best player is better than their best player. You know what I mean? Right. But, but yeah, hey, whatever. I don't know. Is John Wall? I mean, he's he's probably going to make the reserves, he right? Should, he should make the reserves. I think yeah. he will. And um, I mean, I it's like I wanted him in a perfect world. He does make the starters, but maybe Isaiah Thomas is better than him. And you have to consider that Demar Derozan knows Drake personally, so that definitely plays a role in this. Well, I mean, then what do you say about uh, Kyle Lowry not making it? I mean, because you know, you, you you have to honor the champs. Do you think Kyle Lowry and Drake are on the outs? <laughs> this might mean they're on the outs. Yeah. I think it's just a consensus that Kyrie is the best point guard. Yeah. And we and like two guards is kind of like a – it's a forgotten position almost a little bit. In the East specifically, like Kawhi is one of the best players in the league. But when you think specifically of shooting guards in the East, it's kind of like I don't really give that much of a shit. No. I mean, DeMar DeRozan's the best shooting guard yeah. on in the East for sure. If DeMar DeRozan, best friends with Drake, who is Kyrie Irving best friends with? What, what Cleveland celebrity is there? Drew Carey? Oh, dude, I was going to say he's probably friends with like the most backpack-ass rappers. You could. He's friends with like Little Brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think Kyrie is... I think he's a backpack guy. He doesn't uh, like Pokemon Go. But he's Australian. But that even makes me double down. They love old school hip hop. I don't know. I think he loves loves Paul Hogan. He loves Crocodile Dundee. He probably does fucking graffiti. You know what I'm saying? He's got that like Philly Wild style. Like (laughs) tagging trains. Yeah. All right. On the West, we got Kawhi. already mentioned. Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Anthony Davis, and James Harden. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? Can't really argue too much with, with them. Slots. Here's I mean, some snubbery. Steph, it's like Steph. I'm uh, like uh, yeah. Russell Westbrook is averaging 30, 10, and ten. That's a that's a bona fide triple double average right there. Yeah, and he and Steph gets in him over him. I, this feels to me like some sort of like. Remember when Jordan got Isaiah snubbed from the uh, Dream Team? Yeah. This feels like it feels like Durant was like, no, here's my guy. But also like Silicon Valley, you know, they were pumping a lot of votes in there. So that plays something, you know, because yeah. Steph is more popular. Do you think someone wrote a script that, like, <laughs> hacked the system and got, got Steph Curry in there? I think Vladimir Putin hacked our election just to hack the NBA All-Star vote. I think this was all to get Steph in, and he tried to get Josh out, but we stopped him. Here's why that's not true. <laughs> because if that was true... Retired player Andre Karolenko would have been starting. Oh my God! Can we do a Putin Dream Five? Andre Karolenko five times. I mean, who else? <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else. AK forty seven. Where's Mehmet Okur from? Is he from Crimea? I could not know an answer to a question any less than that. <laughs> uh, peace. I to barely you. remember Mehmet Okur. Did he have a really like far down hairline? Like, can't, like his hairline almost met his eyebrows. Yeah, he had yeah. a crazy widow's peak. Like to the, the Eddie Munster, yeah. Like Eddie, Edward. Eddie Edward Giant Munster, yeah. yeah. After puberty type, uh, you know who else got snubbed? Joel Embiid. Your man, the process himself. He got the third most votes in the East, but uh, I guess the media 
and the players, the other 50% of the vote, didn't give a shit. Well, that's what happens when, you know, you, you played like one quarter of a season and you're on a minutes restriction and your nickname is The Process. Well, guess what, son? This is a part of the process. Can I ask you, what do you think the most important part of a computer is? <laughs> Is it the, the hard ball. drive? It's I mean, the ball underneath the mouse, Mike. It's the processor. It's the rubber clay. It looks like a little clay ball. That's the most important part. Do you still use a mouse? I mean, no, nah, I use a. Uh, <laughs> I, I got an old IBM. I got the ThinkPad. Oh my god! With the little you red the drive, with the little red eraser, yeah, the little yeah. clit. Wow, you know how to work that that yeah, little dude. computer clit? I'd be scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty. Uh. All right. Who's your old? You want to do like a reserves? Yeah, we can go through reserves. How do you even? Uh, what are, like? What are the slots allotted? Like, how many guards do you get? How many forwards? It's who? It's whoever the coaches want. It's just whoever. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. there's no. So there might be like five point guards in the East, and it's only how many reserve spots you get? Seven. Uh, what is it? Five. So yeah, seven total. Seven total. Okay. Seven reserves total. Seven reserves total. Uh, well, the East is easier for me to do because I watch them more, mm-hmm. and it might just be all guards because it's Wall, it's Isaiah Thomas. And it might be Kemba Walker right now. Maybe. It yeah. Maybe. And, I don't know, Whiteside, just because maybe I want to win the game. I'm not going to agree with Whiteside on that. I'm just trying to think. I mean, well, it's Embiid. It's Embiid. It's Embiid. It's uh, Crispy Kristaps Porzingis. Zingis. Five. Yeah, that's that's five right there. there. There you go. So we got two more slots. Two more slots. It's not a two more. It's not Beal. It's maybe Paul George. I mean, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cover fucking 2K. It's got to be worth something. And he's got good numbers. So When's the last time someone who was on the cover of 2K did not make the All-Star team? Has that ever happened? Uh, Vin Baker <laughs> on the first, on the prototype of 2K. It was actually yeah. on Sega Saturn. And, yeah. But like long, like five years after Sega Saturn had been discontinued. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. You don't remember that cover? It was Vin Baker and that little purple dude from Knights. You remember that game, Knights? <laughs> He was kind of dressed like a juggalo. Yeah, that's cool. And that was the one where, like, uh, Tails just followed whoever had the ball around, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Sonic Tails was going to be the seventh He's my seventh reserve. spot. Okay. Embiid and Tails. Yeah. What about the West? The Westy West. I mean, Russell, Dylon, 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 Dylon. It's got to be Westbrook. So um, you got Russell, Dylan, 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 and Westbrook. Those and are Westbrook, the, that's it. Got it. Okay. And like Montrez Harrell. <laughs> I picked him up in fantasy. What a bad move. I thought, <laughs> I was like, this guy is having a few games. I need some rebounds. I need some points. Uh, he, his productivity dropped. Okay. How about, how about this? We think about this. Holler at this. Russell, Gordon what? Hayward. Yeah. Rudy Gobezi. Mm-hmm. LaMarcus. Yes, 100%. Bo- the boogeyman. Boogeyman, I would take that. And then there's two other glaring ones in my mind yeah, that will probably happen. I don't necessarily agree with this because oh. I don't want four Warriors on the All-Star team, oh, okay. but Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. Nah, dude, because fuck you, Durant. If you want to play politics, if you're like getting Russell removed, you can't – Clay, you get to go to the All Star Game dressed as Harry Potter. That's, that's what you get to do. I like that this little this I, this idea that you introduced four minutes ago about <laughs> Kevin Durant definitely playing like it's like he, he was probably playing politics and now now you're punishing happened. Durant. It happened. Absolutely fake news. This is how it happens. Yeah, dude. Yeah. My whole life is fake news, bro. <laughs> Everything about me. 
Uh, but I agree. Kevin Durant, it's fucked up that you did that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not going to give it to Draymond because there's so many, because Cousins is better than Draymond. LaMarcus is better than Draymond. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but there's just so much, like, fucking warrior knob slobbing, like, happening. I don't. Yeah. <sighs> I'm over the best team. I'm over this shit where they're like record affects all star position. Yeah, I mean that that shouldn't be the way. I don't even think records should necessarily affect Matter, MVP but it does. that much. That's how the like it affects how the press votes. You know what I mean? Maybe not what the coaches do or the players do. I think it the affects coaches what the are fans just like, who do. Can I win with? It affects yeah. the fan. It affects the media. Yeah, the media like, loves a front runner. They love a front runner and they love an underdog and then they ignore everything in, bet- in between. It's some whole shit, to be quite honest. It really is. I hope Embiid gets in. He probably won't, though. I can't. I feel like he won't. No. You don't think, you think he will? He's the feel-good story of the NBA this season. Yeah. Get the kid in there. He's going to crush it on Instagram, too, isn't he? Yeah. If he all, makes all an all-star about, team, he's he's definitely like God. having sex with no less than 12 people that weekend. Son, when is the next all-star game in L.A., man? We got to make some sort of major all-star game move you know what i mean i mean peter was saying cleveland is gonna happen in two years yeah dude we gotta I mean, we do can a go pod stay with... at mr and mrs moses place yeah and then do a podcast with bone thugs yeah while we're out there down for that that'd be big uh what are you doing wednesday on a side note i just i want to watch uh this wizards celtics game with friends i got nothing happening that night I what time's the game that. at? Four thirty. Uh, might be five. It's either four thirty or five. I but can, yeah, I, no, that's I can like, do that. It's a big game for me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of my guys for uh, just turning the season around. Like we look like a legit. You guys really team. have turned the season around. Yeah, it's and, like you're you're above five hundred. Yeah, it's going down. Everything's yeah. great, and like we lost a buzzer beater to Detroit last night, but like. Beal like fell. It looked like he like fell out of a plane. Like it was like that scene from fucking Bane when fucking the the when Batman. You remember the fucking at the beginning of fucking uh, Dark Knight Rises? No. When he's fucking Bane's just got the fucking science uh, nigga in the fucking in the plane, and then they like they like blow a plane in half. I remember this movie even less than you do, and <laughs> it oh, yeah, seems like that's not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he like fell and like wasn't hurt. I mean, I think he was. Something's wrong with Beal right now. Just in general, like mentally, he's pressing. Well, I feel he, like the, con- the contract sweat. He, like he's he's sweating. We've established that his Twitter name is Real Deal Beal Twenty Three, and he's like too focused on being the real deal. Yeah, you know something. Yeah, who's? I mean, he's the latest real deal since Evander Holyfield. That's real, and I mean Evander's way realer. Fool so, got yeah, bit. He got real. bit for his lifestyle, <laughs> for the culture. What ha- did he get that reattached? I don't even remember. I mean, did he just have a chunky ear missing? No, nah, I think he just got some of those like um, you remember those like uh, pencil grips? Yeah, yeah. I think he just yeah. like put a pencil grip up there. Perfect. What if he just like was like you know what? Just like trim the rest of the ear around it, and then so now <laughs> just to make it look like it's right, and then like he's just got one really big ear and one really small ear. <laughs> uh, that would be obviously the funniest option. <laughs> and I hope he did it. You wanna you wanna talk about uh, Carmelo Anthony for a second? I do. I'm uh, I'm wondering where he's gonna go. Yeah. Well, just uh, he's finally agreed to waive his no trade clause if the Knicks wish him to. Man, you know, the more I think about Carmelo's time with the Knicks, I wanted the Knicks to be good. I feel like major market teams should be good because it just pushes you know the league forward. You know, just bigger, better stuff happens when that's going on and. Uh, it's always great, but now 
I appreciate it more that it didn't go well because just his time with the Knicks feels like trying to make it in New York. This is what it feels like. This and, is like how to make it in America. Yeah, in, the, in the real TV life. show. Yeah, you yeah. try as hard as you can until the city eventually breaks you. You try as hard as you can until your your line of denim <laughs> doesn't take off. Your, your pop ups are not popping. Yeah, your jeans yeah. aren't cracking. Yeah, it's time to make another move. Yeah. You got to go home to uh, to to Cleveland. You started eating one too many deli sandwiches. Got a little sloppy. You know what? You weren't hungry enough. You, <laughs> oh, Carmelo, you should have been at home eating ramen every night. Yeah. Yeah. What you know about making five beats a couple of noodles? Day? Yeah. Five beats a day for three summers. Seriously. No, I mean, I, I, I just hope he ends up on a contender and I hope it works out. Because, you I mean, he's I he set the record, the Knicks record for points in a quarter against us the other night. And it's, that's true. It's that like was a not, beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's not good enough. And that sucks. It just yeah. sucks to know and to like visibly see it. It hurts me a little bit. What do you think about Carmelo going to the Clippers for Blake? It makes sense Griffin. for nobody. It what do you mean? Why not? It didn't work for any. Who does it work? I mean, it, it works for the Clippers because Blake's hurt. It works for the Clippers because Blake's hurt. And that's the only reason it, it works. It works for the Knicks. Because they're uh, dumping a contract. If they get rid of Derrick Rose. Ooh, you said that with a different a different volume. I don't know. Derrick Rose is a controversial player to even talk about. You know, there's so much swirling around him. I'm waiting for an episode of Chicago PD that's like about him. Like the Derrick Rose episode. Uh, so because of Derrick Rose passing discretions, <laughs> Carmelo will not be going to the Clippers. True. Uh, what about uh, what about this wild card, Carmelo Anthony to the Phoenix Suns for Devin Booker? I mean, that's an amazing move for the Knicks, and you know you get to just you know shoot Carmelo in the desert, a proper death for a proper man. Just leave him in a in Sun Valley. I think that's actually like could be a good move for both teams if you can convince Carmelo to do it. I don't think he waves his no trade clause to go to that team. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's like, no, I'm not going to go to a worse team. I think he, he, he would only go to a major market or Cleveland. He would go to Chicago, L.A., or Cleveland. And I I respect that. Why yeah. take a step down to make this team better that like didn't appreciate you or give you what you needed? I think. I mean, let me ask you this. Do you think it would have been different if they kept Lynn? Uh, yeah, I mean, Lynn, he's, a, he, he's decent when he's when he's – not injured and when he's a backup. Yeah, I think I think the problem I think he would have been better too just because like consistency is so underrated. Consistency is the most underrated. Like the best teams have like have been together for a long time or have had consistency with coaching. Like just, there's yeah, just Yeah, something's consistent. The teams like the Kings and the Knicks, like the, all the teams that are just perpetual like trash cans are yeah, just the fucking carousel. Just cuz they're shaking it up all the time. And even like that's why the Sixers are suddenly good and fun right now. It's because like, oh, this core has been together for three years now. Yeah. Even though they're not going to make the playoffs or anything, like they like they're fun to watch and they're good. And it's because they know how to play with each other. Yeah. Yo, Covington used to get booed. Yeah. He used to get fucking booed out of the gym in his own city, and you know now yeah. he's like hitting those shots. Now he's hitting, and now he's playing well, and it's because it's it's not because he suddenly became a good player. It's just because. I mean, he's always been a good player, but yeah. I mean, what's been the thing is that he's just this team has chemistry. They've have consistency. Yeah, I'm. It's hard. I don't want to say it's, it's knowing that Carmelo isn't the answer. It also isn't the problem. 
because I think if I'm the GM, once Lynn Sanity goes down, you keep him, and then you're like, all right, we're building around this, whatever. You still end up with Porzingis. It's all the same. But I'm just worried that it's Kristaps Porzingis going to like wind up being Carmelo Anthony in five years. Just a really talented player who the Knicks never put anything around. Him. I mean, yeah, it's it's proven their their front office is like they're too concerned with home runs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They won't stay the course. They refuse. They and I'm like, hey, year. this isn't baseball, guys, <laughs> right? I'm Andy Kindler. Yeah, he's making a very aggressive Kindler face at me right now. He's got a notepad, a legal pad in his hands. I love Andy Kindler with all my heart. I say that with affection. No, yeah, I mean, I I definitely, uh, I stood next to him and was like afraid to talk to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, dude, I've seen you on old HBO because he was back when, back when that subscription was paper. Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, Everybody loves Andy. Come on now. Because, you know, he was on that show. show as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Anybody <laughs> under the age of 25 has no idea what, what that show is. Oh, man. You ever watch like six episodes of King of Queens in a row? I've been that depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect spinoff. Perfect yeah. answer. Yeah. I You forget it was a spinoff. You know what yeah. the craziest spinoff ever is? What? Did you know? Family Matters. Starring Steve Urkel and Carl Winslow. Spin off of Roots. <laughs> yes. Let's move on. <laughs> no, spin off of Perfect Strangers. Oh, shit. It's based off what, Carl? The Harriet. Cop? No, Harriet, the wife, that most did, worked most... at the newspaper office with Larry Appleton. What? Yeah. And she used to just hit, hit big zingers. Yeah. She just stood in the back and hit zingers. And then they were like, she's good. Let's, she's just in let's the back launch back. a family sitcom around her. <laughs> And then, like, and then within five episodes, it was about fucking Steve Urkel. Hey, dude, they knew how to make moves. They yeah. know how to shake it up. Yeah. TV executives, they shake it up the right way. Mm. <laughs> I think they're looking for home runs, just like uh, Dolan. Yeah, they are. So yeah. It, it is. It's the same thing in every field. It's like one thing works, and then everybody else in the field is like, well, let's do that, but bigger. Yeah. James Dolan, owner of the Knicks, forced the Rockets or tried to force the Rockets to perform at Trump's inauguration. Is there any surprise that he also his basketball team is failing? Yeah, that's a full SMH man. Once y'all yeah. get woke over there, maybe yeah. some shit will start popping off. Hire a Greg Popovich. Ooh. Hire a Steve Kerr, both of who <laughs> are fully unavailable. Are just fully woke and fully criticizing Donald <laughs> Trump in the wake of his inauguration. Uh, I don't have much to say about that other than, uh, mm. you know, it makes you proud to, to be a fan of the NBA and not a fan of the NFL where the best team right now is just in Trump's pocket. God, I hope. Bill I hope. Belichick, you can go to hell. Same with you, Tom Brady. I hope Atlanta wins. I do too. That would be amazing if, like, the blackest city in America just, like, beats the shit out of Trump supporters. It would be so tight, and you know the corresponding future tape. It's going to be hosted by... Either Matt Ryan or Julio Jones. <laughs> I ideally Can't Matt it be Ryan. Both. It would be hilarious if it was just Matt Ryan. Ideally both for like unity and like brotherhood, but uh, Julio alone probably the coolest host. Also, just one of the greatest sports names going right now, Julio Jones. Yo, Julio Jones is he sounds like a boxer, a football player, or he used to sell dope, or nineteen uh, seventies. Black exploitation film. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Julio Jones. Yeah. Uh, private Eye. Santa Fe Private Eye. 
Santa Fe? Yeah, dude, he was in the Southland. Oh, my God. Kidney cracking. Yeah. Are we talking Santa Fe, New Mexico? Yeah, is that not the Southland? Eating, is those, that, uh, that's LA? eating those pupusas and yes. solving those crimes. <laughs> one, oh, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about real okay. quick. The Warriors involved this week in, in two major flopping incidents. Uh, last Monday, during a 126-91 uh, blowout against the Cavs, uh, Draymond Green connected with LeBron on like a super hard foul, put his shoulder under his chest. LeBron fell to the floor. LeBron sold it a little bit, but it was definitely a hard foul. It definitely was not a play on the ball. And then a couple of days later, in a win against the Thunder, Zaza Pachulia hit Russell Westbrook with a hard foul that put him on the floor and then appeared to stand over him and 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 taunt him. Yeah, just for the memes. Yeah. And then Draymond also after the hit was he ran down to the court and he was talking to fans in the sideline, like doing like a flopping motion as if LeBron just was acting. The Warriors and their fans, they've they've been a kind of a complaining frenzy ever since, saying you know, complaining that people flop against some teams flop against LeBron flopped. But they were absolutely hard fouls. My question to you is uh should Russell Westbrook duff Zaza Pachulia out <laughs> the next time they play? <laughs> I think I think he should snuff him in the tunnel. Yeah, it's seriously like I, I mean, if you watch that replay, it was a hard foul, and then Zaza also smacks him in the face on the way down. Yeah, like extra. It's so extra. Yeah, and there's always you know like the drawing on the court is the stuff that we'll never hear. Like so, we'll never hear who was like you know fuck your mom first. You yeah, know what I'm saying like who took it there, but like I say smack him. Yeah, I mean Russell after the game, he didn't apparently he hadn't seen the footage of what happened until after the game. Someone showed it to him. Like literally seconds before media were interviewing him, and his uh, instant response was like, "I'm gonna get his ass back. I don't oh, know how, but I'm gonna get his ass back." Oh, he'll he'll be dunking on him shortly. But is he gonna dunk on him, or is he gonna just fucking jack him up? I'm looking. You know what I'm imagining in my mind is you know catches him in the lane for a dunk, and Russell brings his knees up on the dunk. You know what I'm saying? So he just like knees him in the face. On just like a power slam. Some Draymond Green stuff. Yeah, yeah. Here's, that's another thing is that uh, Draymond Green complaining about flopping, complaining about LeBron James flopping on him and, and mocking him. Uh, if you touch Draymond Green or even not when he has the ball, he goes into a flying jump kick and then says, it's just my body's natural motion. <laughs> and he's going for people's faces. It's clear it's not a natural motion. It's clear that he's trying to kick people. We have the footage. We have the receipts. Is Draymond Green, does he deserve to get decked by someone? Is yeah. I mean, I, th- I feel like, you know, the Warriors, I don't know. They're trying to, um, they got that bad guy thing going on right now. They're trying to get a little gritty. And, I mean, I bet it starts with Kerr. I've seen him get mad. I, you know you know what mad Steve Kerr looks like, you know, crushing uh, whiteboards in half. That's true. Like fucking yeah. Donkey Kong. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? He might have him like. Fired up yeah. like Pat Riley or some shit back in the. You remember, like Steve when- Kerr is Donkey Kong and everything looks like a barrel to him. <laughs> I, I, you know what is? Um, it's weird. I don't, I don't like the extra chippy shit, like on the surface, but I do like that it's like the league is like kind of just grimy again. Yeah, I, I will say it's a. Uh- I like I like that there's some hard play happening. Yeah, I like it feels that like some Jordan rules. The Cavs Warriors games are, are getting hard. Like the Clippers Blazers have a weird rivalry going, even though the Blazers have kind of started sucking. So that rivalry mm-hmm. kind of is, has the air taken out of it a little bit. DC but, Boston, yeah, DC Boston. Like there's just a lot of hard play. 
uh, and a lot of teams that just don't like each other. And like that's, you know, for all like the old Charles Barkley heads or Shaquille O'Neal who were like, game was much tougher when I was playing. Like the game's pretty, pretty tough, tough right you know? now. I saw a lot of Bradley Beal yeah. was taking a lot of hits in Detroit, and like yeah. he was frustrated. It yeah. felt like the Jordan rules. Yeah. They were like, "Yo, we're not letting him run off any screens, no free buckets. He's getting smacked." Yeah, and it, that's what they did, and he had a terrible game. I just hate that there's teams like the Warriors who then you know we like they, everyone knows it's a rough game everyone knows that there's hard fouls happening and and everyone knows that like Draymond put his shoulder in LeBron's chest but then rather than just kind of be like leave it on the court they're going to the press and be like he flopped he's a bitch he flopped he's a bitch like just you yeah, just play hard it. yeah especially when you're flopping plenty on your own it's weird you know because we like I, I can't speak for all these guys because I know like with the AAU culture, like, I'm sure a lot of dudes, like, weren't even allowed to play outdoors. You know what I mean? But, like, the pickup game culture is shut your ass up. Yeah. If you're going to call a foul, you better call be leading. Put yeah. Your, yeah. Put your fucking chest out with it. Don't none of that yeah. behind whose back. Say it to his face. Yeah. And then when he tries to fight you, you know, either fight him back or go home. You know what yeah. I mean? And then, like, and that was just a general mentality. So, it's always weird to see, like, players do the exact opposite. But... Like the way the game is called, you kind of have to flop a little bit now. Like, if you're LeBron, you have to. You have I mean, to show have that to something happens. Sell it because yeah. he gets hacked on every play. I just think it's funny that Draymond Green is like, he flexes his muscles. He's doing jump kicks. He acts tough. He talks shit. He screams, and then when he gets a flagrant called on him because he puts his his shoulder into LeBron's chest. He's like, I barely touched him. Yeah. It was like, well, what are you like a tough, strong guy? Or are you a guy that like can't take out LeBron James? Yeah. And you're complaining about either. You don't know your own strength or shut your ass up. Man. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I, I agree with that. It's, you can't have it both ways, man. Yeah. Play tough or stop flexing or don't play tough. Yeah. Play regular. You heard it here. Grandma green. Two guys that you could beat the shit out of are calling you out. I don't. You know what? Maybe he could beat me up. I'm not even going to give it to him. He ain't beating both of us up. Oh yeah, no. I think the two of us together. Oh please. Yeah. It's a it's a Rizzy. Do you think? Um, last question, and I might have asked this question before, but it is one of my favorite questions. <laughs> Steph Curry, the only NBA MVP on record that I am 100 percent certain I could kick the shit out of. How do you feel about that? You know what? I'm going to stamp that. Yeah, thank you. As far as MVPs? Approved. Yeah. Because you can't beat up Oscar Robinson. No. Probably not even today. I don't know. Today? today. What is he, 65? That's like not old enough, man. I could beat some old fuckers up. They got up. Ginkgo and all type of NBA players all got – the second NBA players retire, 95% of them get fat and slow. That's true. I mean, you think you could beat up Charles Barkley? No, he's pretty crazy. He's got a rage problem. Yeah. yeah. He could turn up. Yeah. Five Budweiser's? <laughs> yeah. That's breakfast for him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're getting seismic tossed. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think I could take Barkley. I Maybe. Don't I don't you, know. Maybe. I don't think you could take most of the NBA top 50 all time. Like now at their own age? Yeah, I don't think you could take Havlicek. I don't think you could take, uh, well, Wilt's dead, right? Yeah. I don't think you could take his I would corpse. Tell you, my my uh, there's a photo of my grand my grandmother's house of uh, my grandfather scoring a layup on Will Chamberlain. That's crazy. It's the best <laughs> fucking picture ever. Your grandma? 
No, my my grandfather. Oh no, I was like, my grandfather. My it's at my grandmother's house, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I got confused for a second. I was like, damn. Yeah. Scored on your grandma. Your grandma scored on. I show you the picture. Larry, Larry Johnson in a dress. He's like, yes, my grandmama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! All right. Yeah. Should we uh, should we wrap this up and, yeah, and put kick in, it to our guest? Yeah, let's put a saran wrap seal on it. All right, we'll be right back uh, with our guest Ryan Connor. Juan Pablo, man, rich hood nigga. Made out kid nigga. NDP shit nigga. We told you the price went up. Huh? I'm on them pink Percocets. They look like some bubble gum. I'm on them pink Percocets. They look like some bubble gum. I'm tripping on the mushrooms. I think I want another one. Tripping on the mushrooms. I think I want another one. Hello, everybody. Uh, if you've heard of clothes and sports, you might want to check out Flashback. Located on Melrose Avenue. Maybe you've heard of it. In Los Angeles, California. Quality quality sports apparel for quality people. Mm, at quality prices. Yeah. Thank you, Flashback. Thank you so much, Flashback. We love you. God damn. We love y'all, man. For real. Welcome back. Uh, today's guest is a very funny stand-up comedian that was a finalist on Last Comic Standing. Uh, you can catch him on his own podcast, Caligula's Grotto. Please welcome Ryan Connor. Hello. How's it going, Ryan? It's going pretty well. Thank you for Thank being you. here. Yeah, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Woodbridge is in the building. It yep. is. Man. Woodbridge, freaking Virginia, man. Two thirds of the <laughs> room right now. Well, who's That's, the third? Well, you be. Yeah, you be, be the oh, third, third, not from Woodbridge. You're not from Woodbridge. I'm not from Woodbridge. No. No, no, yeah, yeah. You yeah, ever been? Yeah. No. You from no. Woodbridge? You from Woodbridge? Oh. Three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened outside Woodbridge. How yeah. many Wawas have you been to? Who me? Yeah. Oh, well, I, you're from Philly, so I'm you know Philly. Philly. That's yeah, all he's been I to. lived in a Wawa for four years. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's they all they had. They didn't find me. <laughs> he was underneath the uh, Dirty's chips. Yeah. Just a rack of Dirty's chips. 2 a.m., they would close, and I'd go out and make all the free milkshakes in the little machine that I wanted. <laughs> Remember that little, like, R2-D2, like, uh, milkshake oh, yeah. machine? Yeah. yeah, those milkshakes are deceiving. Like, yeah, the blue I, I've, bunny, I've been blue in that situation it. where you're driving late at night, and you're like, oh, man, these milkshakes... You could just blend your own milkshake. You can't drink them though; they're too thick. Yeah, you gotta like wait for them to melt a little bit. I don't Completely. know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not much of a milkshake person, and I'm guessing it's because Wawa ruined them for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't get yeah. them through the straw. Yeah. Then yeah. you suck too hard, and the straw like just shoots in the back of your throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I, you, I remember adding milk, and maybe this was the day I decided I wasn't going to pay for milk at convenience stores anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just go in and get milk. Sometimes, like, I'm not like, you know, I'll have like a milk drinking, man. I mean, not like a ton, but you know, if I've got like some cookies or something. Okay. So you just like, go in gonna... with a solo cup and you go over to the yeah, dairy I'll, like, Yeah, I'll buy the cookies, but it's like, yo, I only need like half a glass of milk. I'm going to, you guys got a bunch of them right there. I'm going to take some and yeah. then leave. They or, sell the little tiny cartons, though, that would probably be about a half a glass. Nah, yeah. dude, that's so not you just too, open much, the gallon. That's too, too much litter. Or, <laughs> I'm missing not. something. How are you getting the milk? No, I'm talking about like at a coffee. You know what I mean? Like when you're making coffee, they have just like Wawa, especially, they just have gallons of open milk. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I thought you were saying you're just going to the dairy fridge and just cracking open nah, a gallon man, of whole milk. That's wild. You think a fucking rapscallion? Those signs are for you, man. At the Village Bakery around the corner, there's a sign that says, if you want milk, Please, you know, just go get asked for it. Don't take it from the coffee station. I'm like, who would do that? Me. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, all uh, bakery type 
em- employees. <laughs> Whatever I'm doing, how I, have I been fucking up y'all milk rotation? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whoopsie on me. There's probably <laughs> someone at a bakery who needs to get like their steps in on their Fitbit and have like gotten their goal for the day because they're walking to and from the kitchen refilling the milk all the time. You know so what? You're doing yeah. them a favor. Yeah, you know what? I take it all back. Yeah. You fat piece of shit. <laughs> Walk some more. All right, this is a basketball podcast, <laughs> not a milk podcast. Thank that's, God. Yeah. <laughs> We could do a milk episode if we wanted to. Yeah, one day. we'll get the milk episode together real soon. All the teams who've worn all white. Yeah. And just discuss them. Nets have a alternate uniform this year that's all white. Looks I like think it. every team's worn all, all white. white. Yeah, they yeah. do that now. The yeah. whiteouts. <laughs> that's the NBA. That's how it works. It's a home jersey. <laughs> Fair enough. But Ryan, you're you're from Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you're a Bulls fan. Bulls fan. How'd yeah. that happen? Uh, I lived in Southern Virginia when I was little, when everyone picks their teams, and people are just college sports fans there. There's no home pro teams. I just picked teams, and it was like, I was born in 1980, so I was like four or five. Jordan was a rookie. The Bears were amazing. I didn't even realize they were from the same city, and I just, yeah, I just latched onto them. Uh, I guess the Bears were on TV every week. And I, man, I used to wear like a Walter Payton uniform with pads and everything, like to the grocery store with my mom. It was weird. Um, that sounds and, adorable. And then the Bulls thing was like, I remember it was Jordan's rookie year, and they had like a Sunday NBA on CBS, or I think that's what network it was. And they were playing the Lakers. My brother was a Lakers fan, so I just jumped on the Bulls, and it have been ever since. I watched like usually about eighty games a year of theirs. Yeah, I feel like you're yeah, like a huge. The you're the biggest Bulls fan I could think of on yeah, top yeah, of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even before League Pass existed, I watched every single one that was televised since like 1990. Oh, and wow. we were blessed in Woodbridge. We used to get WGN. So oh, that, the, oh that's game. nationwide. That's the Superstation. Oh, just, <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect mm-hmm. to WGN. I didn't know they were yeah. flexing like that. Oh no, yeah. Stacy Neil Funk, man. Oh, yeah, that was good. And they had Soul Train. Yeah, the they did. I remember that. It yeah. was a Saturday game. After the game, Soul Train, Soul Train was at 11. Yeah. My man remembers the rerun schedules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I don't miss a game. Uh, so how have you been feeling this season watching their games? Oh, exactly. As I Do you miss Derrick Rose at yeah. all? He, I mean, he's. I've watched every – well, all but like three Nick games this year just, mm. just to watch them. It, I mean, here's what I said last season. Pau Gasol is a great player, but he's he's fucking up the whole team. Just it's just stylistically it didn't work because mm-hmm. pick and roll defense he couldn't go over the top, and that's that's kind of the the Tom Thibodeau uh, pick and you know pick and roll uh, scheme is if it's a one five pick and roll the five needs to step out over top to hedge it, and Powell would never do it, and then point guards would just have open jumpers all day long. And moving, and when they moved Noah to the four, that kept him out of those pick and rolls, so he couldn't help, and he's out of posi- out of the position he needs to be in. So I think they should have got rid of Powell. They should have got rid of Dunleavy, and uh, I mean, that's about it. I think they should have just grown from there, and they obviously shouldn't have got rid of Thibodeau. I think Hoiberg should be fired like any day now. He's the worst coach. I mean, yeah. Why did he have Rondo on the bench for two weeks? Oh, because if you've seen the games, you'd know Rondo just wasn't trying. Oh, true. He, he his defense. <laughs> he's like a matador, man. Last night was was terrible. So so when he was benched, it was uh, MCW came back. The game that Rondo got benched in in MCW's first quarter, he had six deflections. 
So that and, and Rondo had had gone off on the uh, assistant coach Jim Boylan this year for no reason. Uh, I mean, no reason. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's, there's a reason. There's a reason. There's it's, a reason. Yeah, Rajon Rondo. That's yeah. why it happened. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's a reason. There was yeah. nothing apparent to people. Like, yeah. like nothing clearly happened during the game. Um, nothing even leaked as to to what it could have been. He was upset about benching. Yeah, uh, I I, I still don't know about a full benching. I think it should have just been a demotion in the, in the order because um, MCW plays great defense. Um, Rondo's a slightly better distributor. Um, when when he has a lot of shooters on the floor, he's a much better distributor. But they don't have shooters on the floor. No, <laughs> ever. Yeah. rarely. So, yeah. So, so so they can't really they can't really do anything. They don't really have any choices. Jaron Grant is uh you know I. I he has some skill, but I think he's really in the NBA because of who his dad and uncle are. Who's yeah. that? His dad is Harvey, and his horse in there. Yeah, his horse, yeah. horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, there's Jeremy Grant also. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. I was ex- I was confusing them the two because the other one's in Oklahoma. Yeah, right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former Sixer. Yeah. Recent Thunder. Yeah. Do you yeah. miss MCW? I didn't know. No, people called him MCW. not at all. <laughs> I don't miss Michael Carter Williams one bit. I'm a Sixers fan. Mm-hmm. I thought at the time when when they they traded him, I was like, "That's why would you give up on a first round draft mm-hmm. pick so fast?" Uh, rookie of the year, rookie of the One year, year removed from rookie of the year, and uh, and then I just kind of saw him play with the Bucks and now the Bulls, and I'm like, "Oh, good, good thing we got rid of him." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the Bucks weren't a good fit. Um, I think he's kind of between where he was with Philly and the Bucks now. He's you know? he seems to be playing better, but like that's yeah. still like. Backup yeah. Yeah, kind of guard off the bench, kind of. Yeah, he'd, guy. he'd be a really good back. Like if they still had Rose, he'd be a great uh, shutdown backup. Because yeah. that—that's what I mean. Yeah, he—he's tenacious. He has long arms. He plays pretty smart, but he, I mean, his shot—he shot is the ugliest thing. I've his ever release seen. is different almost every time. It's yeah. really weird. Like his guide hand will sometimes fully extend, sometimes half extend. It's like you're in the NBA, man. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the ball shoots you. Yeah, dude, his muscle amnesia. He doesn't have muscle memory. There are sequences where, you know, because right now he and Rondo are getting all the point guard minutes, really. There will be sequences like where in one quarter, you know, both of them shoot air balls. Like they're not on the floor at the same time. You know what I mean? Like you take out a point guard who (laughs) shot an air ball for another point guard who's going to shoot another air ball. ball. That's so rare. They've been been having uh, Jimmy and, and Dwayne Wade, you know, run point in the fourth quarter. Am I wrong and to I, feel that Jimmy Butler is overrated? I think you are. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's underrated. I think yeah. if you had a better team around him, yeah. you would really see, see how good what he it is. is. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, man, God. It, it, it pisses me off to think about that if, if they got rid of Powell and just had, had, ran the, the strength of, the, of their team through the backcourt. And with him and Rose would have figured out each other as far as like who's taking how many shots. They probably would have both neutralized around twenty two. They would have been so insanely good. Yo, it's so hard for teams to stay together, man. Yeah, I don't know why is that, man. Why? It should be easier with the new salary cap, but it's probably going to get harder because people are going to chase. Yeah, I, bl- I yeah. blame agents for everything. That's yeah. my new thing. I blame. I, I was blaming the refs. Yeah. Now I only blame the blame agents. agents. Yeah, you can't blame the players. They're just trying to take care of themselves and their families. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. you know, get a few Instagrams up. Yeah, and a lot of it's it's management. Like my my theory with with the Bulls uh, cleaning house this past year, I think the Thibodeau thing they had gone through some reasoning. I think they were wrong, and it's clear in in retrospect that they were wrong. But they actually had reasoning that he wouldn't 
follow like a lot of like um you know advanced metrics and stuff like that and like especially pertaining to um injury prevention but it turns out you know they've had more injuries post tibs than during his his uh tenure so it's bullshit yeah, you um, play man but I, I I really think they did all those trades last summer because I think the front office was panicking and I think they thought their jobs were in jeopardy and they're like if we do a complete rebuild maybe we'll make this work and we're still here you know yeah and, and otherwise I think they would have been fired this summer if they didn't win you know fifty five and you know at least threatened in the second round Carmelo Anthony uh, next recently decided he was gonna uh, waive his no trade clause if the Knicks. Yeah. deemed it necessary and wanted to clean their house. Yeah, would you want him on your team? No, 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 no. no. Well, w- watch because I because I've I've seen almost every Knicks game. He, I think he's cost them about five or six wins this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean he, he's an amazing offensive player or shooter. But the, I mean, it's like Phil said in the media: the ball just sticks every time it comes to him. It just sticks. Movement stops. I mean. He, they get. They should be running inside out with Porzingis constantly, and 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 the, these high pick and rolls with them. And and Mello will just. I mean, he waves off plays, and then he'll call. He'll call a screen, then wave the screen back off. <laughs> it, it's crazy. But it dude, is, yeah. You know what you're saying about Jimmy being. I was worried about that. There was like a ten game uh, phase this year where I was like, Jimmy's turning into Mello. He kept doing that, just head down, one on three, just trying to take yeah. it. And then I think I don't know if Wade talked to him or what, but I mean he really wasn't getting any help. That's part of it. Yeah, but it I thought like he was turning into Mello, but he stopped that. Yeah, the first few months it seemed like he and Wade and uh, and Rondo just like yeah. were just all like I'm gonna fucking run the offense. Like no, I'm gonna run the offense. Yeah. And like they couldn't decide. And Butler was just like, just give me the ball, and I'm gonna ISO against the entire team. I, I think yeah. that's what it was, yeah. dude. You know, you know, what I think they should do. I mean, they're 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 shopping Rondo. And, uh, dude, I, I gonna really get back like a fucking hoagie for him. I know, right? <laughs> dude, if, it's going to be an old, old hoagie yeah. from sheets. Um, they, yeah, I do. I, I think, I think they should let Jimmy run point, man. When he's run point, he's, I mean, it's, it's kind of looked like when Harden runs. Yeah. Point. It's a very Harden-esque. Like it's, why not? Like why, if yeah. this guy's gonna, if this guy is so good with the ball in his hand all the time, like why waste eight seconds in the shot clock to get the yeah. ball to him? Like just let him exactly. be like Harden and bring the ball up and, and yeah. let him drive and distribute. Yeah. If it's yeah. going to him at the 15 second point every time, just, just do it. Yeah. Then you get McDermott on the floor more or now, now they're playing Zipser more. I, which is, Nicole Miritich was so good under Thibodeau. Yeah. And he has no confidence anymore because he's not allowed to play his game. They have him just doing spot up 26 footers. And he used to be a guy who put the ball on the floor and would yeah. go to the post. And they don't run Here's that. He was a three point threat and he could drive. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like it was like, oh shit, is this yeah. guy going to be a superstar? Yeah. And then it just, his he, career just dropped off. Yeah. And- his outside shooting came from the inside. You know what yeah. I mean? From the inside threat. Dude, do, do you remember it, it was uh, Tibbs last year. So it was his second year in the league when uh, Rose and Butler were out in March. And Miritich averaged 27 points a game that month yeah. and was the leading scorer in the NBA for the fourth quarter. And now the guy can't shoot. And it's all that, you know, it's it's all his confidence is killed because they're not letting him play his game. Hoiberg is the worst. Maybe you should cut the beard. You think it's the beard? I mean, it's, you know, because the coach is going to continue to be a dickhead. Maybe, you know, switch up the beard, switch, switch up the style. Yeah. Show up one day and no beard and freak the coach out a little bit. Yeah, get a, get a little alter ego online. <laughs> You know, something like that. 
worth considering. Nicola, if you're listening, shave the beard. Shave yeah. the beard. Yeah. So how do you feel about the Sixers right now? Uh, well, you know, they're the best team in the NBA. So that's, Last uh, 10 games? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, obviously they're the Sixers, so it's like they're not going to – I mean, what are they? They're 6-2 and two since Joel Embiid said – Eight. What's that? Eight and two, I think. Or no, they're six and two since Joel Embiid said we're going to make oh, the playoffs. Oh, 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 Eight yeah, and two yeah, for the year so far. Time. Yeah, that's how yeah. we're marking time now. Yeah. Before and after that. Yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pre, AD. Yeah, yeah, beat, yeah, yeah. I mean, Joel Embiid obviously is incredible, and uh, and I'm so excited for him. And like, just imagine if he plays 32, 35 minutes a night. Eventually, uh, Covington has come on. Uh, really, like he's shown flashes over the past couple of years of just being like a really good player, and then kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, losing confidence or losing focus or whatever, but it just seems like the past ten games he's been the guy that you yeah. that you would hope he would be. Uh, Noel was coming along great after the injury. Mm. I hope they move Okafor. I'm really excited about the Sixers. You know, we got draft picks galore coming up. Stauskas is looking good again. And Simmons in what two weeks? Or is, is he doing basketball? Drills? Is it like any contact yet? <laughs> I don't think there's contact, but he's, okay. he's warming up the teams. He's going to shoot around and stuff. Someone was there was a report that he might sit out the whole season still, but I hope not. I mean, that would be a fucking shame. I mean, that would just be the Sixers tradition. Then it would be cemented. If you're a first yeah. round pick, you do not play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Red shirt. I mean, why not two years? Why not? Why not yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's right? worked for Joel. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, like. Try to work him for 15 minutes. Like, well, once he's up to it, you know, you yeah. don't want to risk injury, but yeah, just a yeah, so if they're going to be in the chase, too. They're how still many? babying Embiid. He's what, 22 a game, 21 a game? He's got like a 24 cap, but he plays over that sometimes. Oh, he, really? Like, if, if it's a close game in the fourth quarter, they won't. Oh, okay. they won't Maybe I was looking at his total season average minute, yeah. minutes. Yeah, I think he's averaging something like 22. How many games back are they in the eighth seed right now? Uh, I think they're only back like six or seven. Yeah, you yeah, they, you can never be too far back in the, <laughs> the East, East yeah. unless you're like last year's Sixers team. <laughs> <laughs> Although you know the eight seed in um in the West is like eight games below. I yeah, think. we we were talking about it the other day. Like, I, I mean, I guess it's just too top heavy. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Embiid is averaging twenty five right now. He's twenty five. Yeah, and I think he's got a twenty four minute cap limit, but that's okay. obviously because he's. They've been winning games, so they've not been taking him out. Mm-hmm. Is he okay? I know he got he got he went out of the game a couple of days ago. Mm. He had like a knee, knee, knee contusion. Oh. I think he just bumped a knee just and knee, knee. yeah, and they just were being cautious and took him out. But I, I mean, he's the Sixers, I think in two years, like could be like a legit four seed. Yeah, I think he's like. Um, I mean, he doesn't play anything like Anthony Davis. I don't think, but like in the same way that when when you saw him as a rookie, you're like, holy shit. But I think he's yeah. more. I think he has better instinct than, than Anthony Davis, and I think he's more of a killer. I mean, he's I mean stronger. He's definitely stronger, yeah. but he's also like he's been playing basketball for, for like five years. Yeah, uh, and he sat. He sat a few of them. Yeah. Like, and so you like if he just keeps developing this instinct and the the ability, like, fuck. I mean, mm-hmm. what Anthony Davis was like an AAU kid, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, like he'd been playing since he was like seven competitively. Yeah, yeah he's playing point guard for yeah. like half his life. Yeah, yeah. That dude, that could even help Embiid. The fact that he didn't get any bad AAU habits. Yeah, and he started at like real solid team basketball from the beginning. Damn true. I didn't think about that. AAU ball is like it's so uh, anti good basketball. Yeah, I mean it's almost like playground basketball. 
I mean, I guess it is. I mean, yeah, they're all like, playing for stats so that they can get recruited, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about getting that film, that good recruiting tape mm-hmm. of you dunking on one guy. That you YouTube know? vid. Man, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus, my brother watches hoop mixtapes just like nonstop. I'm just like what? Like like amateur ones or? Yeah, no. There's this thing on YouTube. Is is, is it like a channel at this point or something? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, it hoop mixtape. It's just, just like, like high school kids just uh, like crossing over bums. Anybody see that video see of Lamelo Ball? Calling a spot at half court and then pulling up and hitting it. Yeah, there's been the dozens of copycat videos of that popping up on Instagram now, and people are hitting them. I wonder how many are just shooting air balls or I mean, off the backboard. I, for sure. I would love to see. There was those. one that I saw that was off the backboard. There's one that was like a kid that was like maybe like five four and like maybe like two twenty. Yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> it was probably like middle school ball. Yeah, was it mean from he, the past? He, he inbounds the ball and he walks to half court, calls it, points to the floor, calls a shot, and then just hoists it and nothing but net. Yeah, and it was just like Steph Curry has ruined basketball. Like yeah. in five years, the NBA is going to be terrible because it's going to be people launching from half court all the yeah. time. Well, you know what? Maybe I'm into it. Maybe they push the three point line. So far back that it's actually ridiculous again. Half court is three point, point line. Yeah, you were you were you were you wanted to eliminate the three point line. The I other want to I want to scrap it. I want to keep the restricted area, and I want everything inside the restricted area to be worth three. <laughs> I want dunk, I want dunks to be fucking three pointers, bro. But there was no fouls in the restricted area. Yeah. So it's like if, straight, yeah. it's straight. It's demolition. Yeah. 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 The fucking That's purge hilarious. inside yeah. this little two feet. Yeah. You're, you're the people I would hate playing with then. <laughs> Because you, because you'd be like, you know, no threes, no threes. It's like you're just saying it because you can't shoot. <laughs> Two threes. That's just what non-shooters say. It drives me crazy. I would still shoot threes on them, just just, just, a, just, to just stare them down. Like, why are you afraid? Oh man. On a side note, I always think about that one pickup game we played at fucking uh, twenty-four hour fitness. Oh yeah. Man. Gotta watch. Gotta watch the picks, man. I played a terrible game. <laughs> my, my plus minus was just. It wasn't there. It wasn't what we needed. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful of those games. People play dangerously. Yeah, somebody yeah. always wants to be like you know, yeah. like I don't uh, drive in those games at all. Xavier McDaniel, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. always wants to take your head off. I don't know if I'd want to play it twenty four hour fitness. It feels like there's got to be one. Yeah. I know it's it definitely it's contentious for sure. I took but, one tour of twenty four hour fitness, and uh, the guy was showing us around, and a fight broke out weight room, wow. and then he took he took me into the men's locker room. And there were Shielded dudes you? jacking each other off. What? <laughs> Where? Shut Where? Up, which one was that? <laughs> in the shower? No, which twenty-four hour fitness? It was like North Hollywood. I yes, oh, I used to. I used to go to that one. Yeah. Shout out to your boy, yeah. the NoHo King, Jamel Johnson. Yeah. Is that your? Is that your twenty-four hour? That's fitness? my twenty-four. I was thinking yeah. about getting the thing. I think I might double down. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Terrell Owens plays there sometimes. Really? Okay. You go in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. Catch him at the NoHo twenty-four hour fitness. I wanted yeah. to play at the one in Burbank. It's got like. Uh, it's just like a clear, like glass building. So basically, it looks like you're you're playing ball just in a floating court, just like in a oh, like wow. Magneto's jail cell. Yeah, next it's, hard, <laughs> it's hardwood though. Yeah, it's, it's hardwood. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And it's right over there by the fucking uh, the the Empire Center. I mean that yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. that whole shopping center with like Best the Buy, Target, and all the Best Buy, everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Have you been there? No, I you're just basing that off the pictures. Yeah, no, yeah. Just I just saw it from nah. like the street. It. If it's the one I think it is, it's like looking at the five. It's not which as is a good. terrible view. No, it's a uh, it's actually just like an open air outdoor court on the um, on the roof. 
Oh no, nah, this wasn't on the roof. It had a glass. Oh, okay. It was That's like a, a glass one. enclosure, Magneto prison. I think you were reading fake news. <laughs> All right, did maybe you click, I, maybe did I you think click to this website on Facebook? Because I think the one by the Empire Center that is what it is. I saw it on Yahooligans, and I thought <laughs> this is definitely real. Shout out to Yahooligans. Do you think I'm? Are the Cavs gonna go? Are, are they, is anybody actually gonna go see the president? Like it, when they win, I know we talked about this oh. like, when it went down. Like, I'm sorry, like the cha- like president. I, I saw the Cavs have already done theirs. Yeah, like yeah, Obama has like 55 jerseys. Obama like every sports a, ball, a baller. Like he he they'll still yeah. do it. I don't know. Will they? Think? But just because it's custom, I think a lot of players are going to opt out. I mean. I mean, who I think, on the Warriors? Is I think go. baseball teams are going to show up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my first thought was yeah, the baseball, baseball teams and the Patriots. Football right. teams. There's a lot of Russians yeah. in, in the NHL. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, with the Caps win it, they've all been there already. They're all the Russians in the NHL. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I can't see. I mean, Golden. I can't see Steve Kerr showing up. If he does, he'll probably just say "fuck you" to his face. Popovich, he's not I, showing up. Pop's I, not going. Yeah. But what if Pop did? What if Pop showed up and then like said something? You know what I mean? Like went, went at Trump to his face. Do you think Trump will even want it? Because like, a he knows he knows none of these yeah. people are going to like him, and b he's like he's been like I don't want celebrities. I don't want like Hollywood. Well, people. that's because everyone shunned him. That was reactive. That yeah, wasn't, but now do you think he's going to like fold on that and start inviting yeah, him to the I, White House? I think so because it's it's been a custom for for decades now. But I I don't <laughs> know. And it's just I, I, so many people aren't going to show up, and then he's going to talk about oh you know. I'm I'm definitely better than you at basketball. So you only won because I'm not in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many basketballs angle. do you think Donald Trump has touched in his life? Ooh, I would say less than seven. Yeah, I feel like he got shoved on like a playground one time. Yeah, and then all of this began. Yes, <laughs> yes. I see. I think the problem is opposite. I think he's 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 never been duffed out. He needs to get hit. If he got um, hit, life would be different for him. Hit with a bow. You know, he yeah. talks about how great he is at golf, but he, I've seen his, like his swing. There's no way, right? I've never seen his swing in motion. I've only seen the the photos on Twitter that. Oh, I guess that I've only look like he's wearing a diaper. I've never yeah, seen him yeah. do anything other than wear a suit. I've never yeah. seen him do any physical activity. I've seen yep. stills of the follow through. Is what it is, and, and yeah, it it just doesn't look right. I mean, I I know like you know Obama played with pretty much every pro golfer. He used and to hoop in sweats, old school Hanes oh, sweats. Dude, I got went to college with, got to play in Obama's morning game. What? Yes. Any notes? What was the highlight? No, I, I haven't talked to him since college. Guys, I've pulled up Donald Trump's golf swing. There is video oh. online. Here we go. He's placing the ball. He really on looks the like the he's tee. wearing a diaper. He really looks like but he's wearing a diaper. According to his diaper, he's the. I mean, I'm sorry. According <laughs> to his doctor, he's the most fit president in history. Yeah. That that the, it's not showing up on the screen. All right. It looks like it's a steady swing. All right. Oh, that it's not that full though. No, it was a little spastic. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a golf expert, but I would. The camera say, guy was the worst part of the swing. It was like yeah. steady. Yeah. You can tell that's what his swing is, but yeah. he, he just doesn't have a full swing. I think the camera guy lurched like that because it looked like Trump was going to throw his club backwards for a second, and it might have hit him. He talks about how great. Like it's like it's almost like Kim Jong Il. How you know there was like the story that he once shot a 42 or something like that. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's obviously not real. On like mini golf. On mini golf. No, no, dude. dude, Google uh, Kim Kim Jong Il like (laughs) golf. uh, You know, alleged golf. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the the story was like that he shot like seven holes in one or something like that. Like Trump has like the same legend of like just dude. There's no way you're good at golf. 
Donald Trump, gauntlet thrown. Ryan is calling you out. Oh, he'll be he'll kill There's me. There's no way. I'm not a real golfer. Golf. Come on down. Do, do you see Come the Kim on down Jong-un to the thing? public course. Uh, yeah, Kim, Kim Jong is ill. Uh, I mean, ill. Yeah. It says I'm referring to what else? The 38, 38 under par 34 reportedly fired by the way. 38 <laughs> under. Yeah. Okay. He's cool. He shot a 34. There, there, all, there are some other like crazy things about him too. I think there was a basketball one too. That I can't remember what it is. Do you, you know they have their own rules of basketball in North Korea? What are the, like it's like let Kim Jong Il score every time. Oh, <laughs> That's no. the number one. If he in shows up, he gets the dunk. <laughs> yeah, um, the biggest man on the court has to lift him up the dunk, <laughs> <laughs> like a toddler. <laughs> you know, when Robin brought his teams there, they had to play by the rules. And oh yeah, here here we go. It's 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 fucking crazy. Like they never they didn't know what the hell was happening with the score because shots. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Here we go. North Korean basketball rules. Yeah, go. dunks. Dunks are worth three. So Jamel, <laughs> yes. Oh my Jamel. god, Jamel oh. and Kim Jong Il. All your paperwork on the same page. I'm making um, a major announcement right now. Threes are still worth three. However, if it's a swish, it's four. <laughs> yes, <laughs> swishes are better. Swishes are better. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Confirm good uh, rules. Points. Mello de- would be the man. I don't <laughs> dislike this. Points are deducted for missed free throws. Oh. oh. Yeah, However, in the final three seconds, any <laughs> this is crazy. The final three seconds, every shot's worth eight points. What? Yo. Yeah. Oh my god. This is crazier than Rock and Jock. Yep. And ga- <laughs> games can end in ties. Also. Damn, I forgot about Rock and Jock. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's even more crazy rules. Do they yeah. have three hoops? They <laughs> probably do. A twenty-five foot high one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's a rule. Uh, at the uh, last two minutes of the second and fourth quarter, the ball becomes spiked. <laughs> <laughs> and it can impale your hands if you yeah. don't dribble the right way. <laughs> Technically, so if you don't dribble like Bob Cousy. <laughs> wow. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I, there's actually some rules in there that yeah. I would adapt. Deducted points for free throws, man. I, that's the only one I like. And we I could really get like Dwight that. Howard out of the league. <laughs> we would get him removed from the league. The Clippers would uh, be in like 12th place right now because of DeAndre yeah. Jordan's missed free throws. Yeah. Or DeAndre would actually have to work on a shot. I think I'm sure DeAndre he works, works on, on, it, on a I shot. I think he's yeah. got to, you he know would, what I mean? He would, yeah. Too much State Farm money. I think it's just his big hands and his height. He can't get the right arc. When but you're, Kawhi when has bigger, bigger hands. Yeah, but Kawhi is only 6'6. Yao was 7'5. Shot almost. What do you shoot? Eighty-seven percent, eighty-eight percent. He had the stroke, but they make. I just love DeAndre, and I'm trying to make excuses yeah. for him. <laughs> it's not working. I know. <laughs> he he. When he holds the ball to shoot, it looks like it's almost touching his palm. That could be part of the problem. Yeah, it's, oh, it's like Shaq. Like Shaq. They say Shaq was like bad at free throws partially because the ball in his hand was like a large grapefruit in my hand. Mm-hmm. You know, like it just didn't have the right. He couldn't get a spin on it. He couldn't like get a proper arc on it because it's just like tossing mm-hmm. a tiny little thing. Yeah, but then you could like bust hook shots down and like go coast to coast with it. It's easier and, like, when you're shooting from like five feet, though. Yeah, true. It was a little better. Uh, free throws are hard. So I've never gone over like fifty percent. Like I don't think know, I've ever made more than four in a row in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I haven't either. Yeah, to be quite honest. So do you play pickup a lot, Ryan? Yeah, I play a lot. Yeah, yeah. 
Did you play in high school or anything? No, I never tried out, man. Yeah. I I, try, uh, I tried out my freshman year of college and uh, did not make it. Honestly, had a bad tryout. But, uh, yeah, I didn't try it after that. But, but uh, yeah, I played. Wait, did you go from not playing in high school to trying out your freshman year of college? Yeah, yeah. Cause, I, I mean, because I played, but I, I, I never tried out for school because I was focused on music. Oh, okay. And uh, before that, soccer. And I quit soccer. Um, and uh, just played basketball. And then, uh, yeah, college, man. I was... I was good, man. I, I played with all the people who had graduated and uh, who used to play for the team and who played for Maryland and Coppin State and uh, GW. So I played pickup with them. And then my uh, my trout, my freshman year, I, I, I started off really good. I played great defense. And, uh, yeah, my, my shot was just off. And that's, like, my kind of my key attribute. Um, so then after that, I, I just – I was like, well, if I do this next year – then it's going to be my entire life for like six months, and it's not like I'm going to play in the NBA. So yeah. why not just focus on what I want to do? Which so was... I just kept uh, writing, writing. Yeah, yeah. So I so I just kept. You know, I still play. Um, like I don't know, four days a week, something like oh, that. Oh wow, three four days yeah, a week. Yo, that's that's Ryan commitment. Beat fucking balling, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you got the shoes in the trunk right now. I don't even know. <laughs> I got multiple. <laughs> yeah, depending on the surface. High tops, young. What are you playing? I'm wearing Jordans right now. Yeah. What? What's that? What are you playing when you play? The new roses now, man. Oh, really? Yeah, the last ones I played in the Kobe's and the uh, the traction wasn't. Um, they felt really good and they were low. The it, Kobe's you, look great, but I don't think that they would be. They don't look like they'd be good to play in. I played the, in the ones before. They were actually pretty. You really got to be on, if you're on a, like a pristine court. It's a perfect shoe. Mm, so but light. If, if there's just like if there's any dust anywhere on the court, it'll it'll just like vacuum to them, and you're you're wiping your shoe the whole the whole oh, time. Like courts are so dusty too. Dude, you just gotta you gotta hire a small child to follow you around with those NBA mops. Yeah, just, that, dude, seriously, man. Yeah, so I play on Saturdays. It's this court downtown. It's an old Lakers court. Um, actually, I don't even know if it's one. I doubt it's one they use, but it's it looks like the Lakers court. But so I got there. I'm so excited, like just to play on something that looks like a real NBA court. But it, uh, you're just sliding all over the place yeah, with dude. the Kobe's, and I'm wiping them the whole time. I still didn't have confidence to really, you know, try to slice through anything. And then I got the roses like a month ago, and like I don't even have to wipe them on that floor. He's been cutting Bama's down, doing <laughs> yeah. Princeton offense, yeah, <laughs> door cuts on fools. That's what's up. Let me ask you something. Uh, what's the what's the craziest thing you've seen in a pickup game, like? I'm thinking altercation, you know, maybe somebody like, you know, gets hit in the head with like an old glass Gatorade. Oh, Remember man. When Gatorade used to be glass. Yeah. I mean, I never, I didn't actually see it, but people used to get shot at the court I played at in high school. Nice. At Hillendale. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yo, Dale City, for those who don't know, yeah. a little dangerous. My junior. Sounds like it. My junior and senior year, I think there were three shootings of that court. And one night I was playing oh, the God. night after a shooting. And my, my parents did not want me. They wanted they wanted me to play in Old Bridge. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like people suck there. But you're like the shooting just happened last night. Yeah, the well, odds yeah, of it happening tonight. Play. Yeah, I gotta get this run, mom. <laughs> so I'm playing, um, and I wasn't. I was, I was supposed to be in the house because I, I I had like the strep throat or something like that. But my parents were out for a couple hours, so me and two of my friends go up to Hillendale, playing for a while, and and I I go up for a uh, for a rebound. And I got it. I'm coming down, and then a guy starts going up at the same time. His head hits me in the chin, and I bit through my tongue. Oh! It didn't like hang off, but there was a hole in the middle, and blood was pouring out of my mouth. And a guy goes, 
oh shit, he's leaking. <laughs> and everybody scattered. Like, I'm telling you, I looked up five seconds later, no one was there. Like, people were waiting for next before that. And as soon as it ha- I don't know if they thought I got shot or they thought I would shoot someone. But as soon as it ha- everyone just ran off, there was no one to be seen except for my friends. And then they helped me go home and I got in trouble. I got a, I'm bloody, and they're like, "Why? Why? Where were? You, what were you doing? You're sick. You have school tomorrow." I'm like, "I was playing basketball." They're like, "Where were you playing? Hill and Dale? You're not supposed to be at Hill and Dale. It was it was the worst night. Well, it's but true. I just can't believe no one say. had the instincts to check on me, except for my friends. They just thought either I got shot or I was going to shoot someone. I like that people thought you got shot because that means that like someone like thought that James Bond showed up with a silencer, <laughs> like there was no gunshot, yeah. or someone like a sniper P-89. from like five hundred yards yeah. away, dude, like it was so got weird. your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that you didn't lie to your parents because if you showed up bloody mm-hmm. talking about this happened at Old Bridge, they wouldn't believe you. Fuck no, they pussies, wouldn't. fucking Old Bridge. Ain't yeah. nobody throwing any elbows over there. Even the name Old Bridge, you can tell yeah, like, you, everything's going to be fine. Clowns. Yeah, where'd you play in Woodbridge? I used to play, uh, it was in Dale City. It was like... like um, By Waterworks? I used to play there too. Oh, no. Uh, Maybe Cloverdale? Oh, Cloverdale's good. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely yeah. Cloverdale. My yeah. house Cloverdale was... Cloverdale has... Or, uh, I'm saying, no, I played at Birchdale. Cloverdale's one court, right? Birchdale's two. Yeah. Yeah, Birchdale's a good court. Yeah. Uh, the Clover- rims are ripped down half the time. Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing at Cloverdale. They were mm-hmm. bent. You're listening to uh, DC area cross streets, <laughs> uh, Jamal and Ryan. <laughs> like okay, so Woodbridge is like a bunch of different sectors, and like Dale City is like one of the more hood sides, right? And my neighborhood was like the bur- confirmed burbs, but we had a walk like a path that yeah. led to Cloverdale. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like one second, lovely single family home. Second, two, you know, you might get jumped. At the park, it was it was lovely. <laughs> yeah, got yeah. the full experience. I like a neighborhood where you got to keep your head on a swivel. You know, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. fun, man. So I grew up in Dale City, but my parents moved to where you grew up yeah. when I was in college, Birchdale. I had this was this is one of the greatest basketball moments of my life, even though it didn't work. So <laughs> it was these just like punk ass high school kids on uh, like I this is like after college for me or maybe during college. Whatever it was, it was when I could jump really high. So I think that was probably in college. Me and my brother went there. He was like, he would have been about 30. These guys were just talking shit to us. Like They, they thought they could, they could take us, and we were just dominating them. Just one game after another. And then I got the ball at the three-point line, and they were they were down underneath. And I just took – Couple big steps. I took off from Woody the dotted, Harrelsons. I took off from the dotted line one hand, and the dunk went off the back rim. But it scared them so badly that they just they were like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, just quiet it down." Yeah, yeah they just, punk just step dudes. back. Very nice. Well, I saw punk someone with a missed dunk. Yeah, yeah, like Blake Griffin. Yeah. Yeah, just let them know. <laughs> I, wish, I just want to dunk on one guy, man. I, bet I Every year I think about getting those strength shoes, mm-hmm. you know, in the East Bay yeah. catalog, you know those shoes? Yeah. With the big fucking the, like, uh, platform. Yeah. yeah, at the bottom. There's a kid in my high school. He was like 5'6", and he won a dunk contest because he started wearing strength shoes yeah. in like, like that freshman year. So by the time we were seniors, he was yeah. like hammering yeah. it on fool's Spud Webb style. There was a dude that would wear those. He was uh, 
in very into anime. I think I mentioned in one of yes. podcasts. He would wait. He was a dude that wore like the silk anime shirts. Yes, but please. he also thought he could ball. And for like a whole year in like seventh grade, he wore those strength <laughs> shoes. But it just made him. He warmed to school. Yeah, he warmed yeah, to school because he was like proud. He was like he was like I'm. I'm getting better at basketball. I'm going to show. Oh, I'm going to no. show the work I'm putting in. Too and much. He just anime. walked around the hallways like like a fucking duck or something. The fucking Dragon Ball Z had him yeah. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I, I had those around. shoes. That I would just run sprints and stuff in them. And yeah, no, he, you do not wear those. He was like bouncing people. up and yeah. down in the hallways. <laughs> it's like that is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, What's he doing now? I have no idea. Not much, right? I mean, or what if lot. what if he's like or writing manga in Japan yeah, or something? Yeah, he's, like, yeah. Yeah. he's in Kyoto right now writing hits. Yeah, uh, we we usually do a, a a dream five feature where we ask we ask a, a guest to oh, name their prepared. their dream starting five. But you have Ooh. your your team's the Bulls. Yeah. So no, because you could just name. You're talking about all time or no? No, I, I I I here's an interesting one. Well, I was gonna say, what if we did like a your dream like. Cloverdale, like starting five. Like what <laughs> what players? What players would you want to be alongside you? What other four players would you want in your starting five to you play got pickup? Next, <laughs> can, next. can I be the six man? No, um, you can be the six man. Yeah, whatever you want. You know, what? I don't know that I have a favorite point guard actually. Um, Eric well, Snow. Eric. <laughs> Best name. Eric Snow. Uh, and then I, I put three uh, D. Dennis Scott. Um, no, man, I, this is tough. Uh, obviously Jordan's there. Oh, Did you ever yeah. read that thing? Michael Jordan stole my date. No. <laughs> Someone just my favorite thing is is that a babysitter's club? That Jordan has done. Yeah, this is a story, and actually, someone I know sent it to me uh, yesterday, and I read it, and it was just like a Reddit post, uh, supposedly from this writer who was covering the Wizards in like 2002. Right on. And uh, he was covering a game, and then he, this woman he had a crush on was like, "I'm in D.C. on a business trip. Like, do you want to get?" dinner with me and he was like hell yeah i want to uh but i gotta like finish writing the story i'll be at this restaurant at this hotel as soon as i can and the guy shows up <laughs> and the woman is sitting at a table with jordan and like his crew like his trainer and his friends and yeah. essentially the guy goes on to tell a story about how michael jordan basically called him a pussy and stole his date Oh, finessed his date right yeah. there. At but the-, the story, the guy writing the story doesn't come off well because he's kind of like, he comes off like a overly possessive piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he was probably an asshole going up to the table too. Yeah, it sounded like he was yeah. an asshole. Jordan definitely does some grimy stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just read um, a book by his trainer, Tim Grover. Yeah, that guy's name dropped in this story that I just Yeah, Tim Grover's, I've been, doing, I've been doing his workout shit on and off for like 13 years now. It's the best. Um, he, he's 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 cool too, but uh, he says Jordan in the playoffs, he used to like he would just pick important games in the series, like w- whenever it was like really vital for the other team, and before the game, like right before they would come out for um, the starting lineups, he would just casually go into the visiting locker room and act like he's paying a friendly visit to a, any player. He would just pick a player. <laughs> And pretend that he has something friendly to talk to them about. He doesn't give a shit at all. The point of it was he would walk in the locker room and everyone else would stop talking just to stare at him. And then instead of thinking about their game plan, they're thinking, just why like, is what Jordan the fuck here? Is Mike doing why, here? Is, why is he here? Why oh, is he's he talking to Muggsy Bogues? Right yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> now we've got to play him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, do you know that the Muggsy thing? No, <laughs> I didn't even know that's a specific All right. He, so here's the accusation. It did, definitely did not happen in a playoff game or as time was expiring as the story 
is conveyed. But it came from Tex Winter, who was the Bulls' old defensive coach. Or, no, the uh, triangle coach. And he said uh, – uh, or no, I'm sorry, it was Johnny Bach, the defensive coach. It doesn't matter. But, but uh, <laughs> he said that he was checking Muggsy. They said the game was on the line, which this scenario never happened. So The man. stories just got romanticized over time. Yeah, 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 exactly. So Jordan's guarding Muggsy, and time's winding down. And Jordan goes, shoot it, you fucking midget. <laughs> and Muggsy shoots an air ball. <laughs> and, oh, my God. And the story was Muggsy, if, if you look at his stats, that he was never the same again. Oh, which Jesus, I don't I believe that part. The decline but, of Muggsy was yeah. just getting, yeah, yeah. that's wild. Yeah. I mean, that was waiting to happen anyways. Yeah, was gonna bad, 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 yeah. So Jordan is your, your number one pick right. for your starting five. Since I don't really have a favorite point guard, I like I guess I like Magic offensively, and then of my time, I guess I'd say Gary Payton defensively. True. So just meld them together yeah, into one Yeah, so I don't really make a player. Yeah, I've so so we won't even do a point guard. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll be a point guard. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so so Jordan we're going to go Duncan at the four, so we need a three and a five. See, I, I, I want to say um, Bill Russell because he's definitely the best, but I didn't really see him play. Yeah, but yeah. You so it makes me want to go Kareem. But you know he knows how to play outdoors. All those dudes in the 60s. Yeah, like, they grew up like, playing. Rims, and the worst rims in history. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Wooden but so boxes. did Kareem. Yeah, Kareem. Yeah, you know, was... I'm going to go Kareem. Yeah. So, respect. So, that's respect. So, so we're at Jordan, Duncan, Kareem. I need a three. I think I have to go LeBron. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're playing street ball, you want LeBron because that yeah, guy can yeah. have people hanging off him and still dunk. I'm, yeah, I'm tempted to say, I mean, obviously Pippen's not top five ever, although he's one of the greatest ever. But to me, LeBron is Pippen with better offense. Yeah, well, I mean, LeBron is. I mean, he's a he's, great. He's one A. Yeah, Jordan yeah. is one, and he's one A. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So go, yeah, Jordan, LeBron, Duncan, Kareem, and you. And yeah. me, I'd, I'd probably be running point in that yeah, lineup yeah, yeah. if we're honest about it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, who's the first one to like put another dude on the ground though in that <laughs> in that pickup game? LeBron I mean, on be, accident. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, I mean it would be yeah. LeBron on accident, but yeah. Jordan on purpose. Yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah. <laughs> later, much yeah. later. Yeah, Jordan on purpose. Yeah, Jordan would just get under someone's skin, just whispering. Man, oh my God, there's a story. Who, who, who was? I think it was Glenn Rice saying that the whole game he was singing Anita Baker in his ear. Dude, he loves R and B. Yeah, yeah, just singing Anita Baker. I think it's a song called like, "Giving You My Best" or something like that. And he just. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear about his uh, his the basketball camp he does in Santa Barbara? No. Every summer, he does a basketball camp in Santa Barbara every summer, and I have friends that went to UC Santa Barbara. Uh, They're also big basketball fans. Uh, so during the summer, he has a friend that owns a bar in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. and one night, like during the two weeks that he does his camp there, there's always like a fundraiser for some charity where Michael Jordan will bartend. So my friends were staying around in Santa Barbara for the summer, and they like they knew about this, so they showed up to this bar where Michael Jordan was bartending. And apparently he was just an asshole to everyone. He like oh, he so wouldn't tough. take pictures. He wouldn't talk to anybody. He would just take the drink orders. And my friend was like, "I'll have a gin and tonic," and he like makes him this shitty gin and tonic that's like mostly tonic. Uh-huh. And he's like four dollars. And my friend like gives him a twenty, and Jordan just takes it and pockets it. Yeah, like no change. That's so sick. And my friend was like, well, is there change? And Michael Jordan was like, it's for charity, motherfucker. 
That's so sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I Take might know it. I, well, unless he's in Santa Barbara a lot. But now it yeah. makes sense because I was at a wedding in Santa Barbara a couple months ago and they had a picture of Jordan like smoking a cigar and it was mm-hmm. like, it was a, they had a cigar section. It was like Jordan's cigar box where he yeah. keeps them. I'm like, that's probably bullshit. He probably came here once. But if he has a camp there, he yeah, probably goes I think there he goes. Yeah. I think he spends a lot of time there. A lot of people don't yeah. know this. He's a big psych fan. Remember that show, Psych? Psych? USA? No, yeah. what is Psych? Characters Welcome? It's a, uh, <laughs> it was like a buddy, like, it's a buddy comedy. Show. Yeah, the guy pretends to be a psychic. Yeah, yeah. so he could solve crimes because he didn't feel like being a cop for real. So he yeah. just, like, solves crimes by pretending to be psychic. And it's that. set in Santa Barbara. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, it, it tied. Together. So that's the connection. He's not really a psych fan. Yeah, no, he's no, like it. Santa Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Santa Barbara's nice. Yeah. I get it. Santa Barbara just clicked something yeah. in your brain. One of the greatest and characters. Then you lied in the about show. Jordan yeah. <laughs> to bring it up. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know I'm pathological. <laughs> uh, I think we should wrap up on that. Yeah, okay. that's a note. I think uh, nailed it. Ryan, Ryan Connor, you got anything you wanna you wanna plug? Any shows coming up or anything? I mean, people can just go to whatever show they want to go to. Um, <laughs> in life in general? In life in general. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Caligula's Grotto is my podcast. You can follow me on the Twitter at RC Comedy. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Fat Jewish Painter. It's just making fun of Fat Jew, the uh, guy who rips off stuff. I just post famous paintings there and claim that they're mine. Yeah. Good look. That's, that's yeah. a good move. Those are your Instagrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do caption them, though. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just like Fat Jew, like how he makes it his own, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Jamel, you got anything? Um, on Deck returns uh, February 18th. I believe that's a Sabado Gigante. I'm on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Featuring Ryan Connor and Jason Signs, and I don't know who else yet. We might get Kirby Puckett's Ghost. Oh, shit. Mm. Might get him oh, down. Shit. You know what? You teased that before, and I didn't. I showed him to the show. He wasn't there. Yeah, well, you know. Well, not that I saw. Well, you know, he might have left there. I don't know what you might want to say. For whole show, get there early. If you want to see him, let's stay late. If you want to meet Frank Thomas after on deck, he'll oh. be there. And uh, Comedy in the Cut on the third, and uh, broccolihouse.com, and Moshit. At Nonprofit Comic on Twitter. That's the That's other you. one. I'm Mike Benner. I'm at Benner, B-E-N-N-E-R on Twitter. I don't have anything else to promote. Hopefully someday I will. Uh, we praying for you, baby. Thank you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Follow AirBuds at AirBudsPod on Twitter, at AirBudsPod on Instagram. We started posting some uh, fun videos of Jumbotron shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's fun. Uh, and, uh, yeah, follow or subscribe on iTunes. Rate us. Give us five stars, and we'll give you $5. All right. Thanks, guys. It's all true. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.